Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or the comfort from your own computer or laptop. Create tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They're distributing your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Do spoof, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Mandatory calls to action. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you. All right, everybody. This is uh, part two of the Christmas story for day five. So, I'm going to go ahead and read the daily devotion and give you a question and then give you a scripture and call it a, a blessed Saturday. Jesus didn't come into the world with gratin. He wasn't born into riches or played. For most people in Israel during that time, Jesus' birth was insignificant and unnoticed. The world wasn't celebrating his arrival like it does today. All along, it was God's intention choosing for Jesus to identify with the weak, poor, and insignificant. Bethlehem was not a famous or impressive city, which is is what made it a perfect setting for the birth of Jesus Christ. God chose a little in revealed town so that no one would think that God identified himself with the rich and powerful. Isaiah may have prophesied of Jesus' power and authority, but Micaiah prophesied of his meekness and the proxies of kingdom of God. Is that strength is found in a weakness riches are found in the poverty and wisdom and found in the foolishness of the gospel there is good news for those who recognize their shortcomings failures and flaws isaiah excuse me israel was waiting for a mighty political salvation but what they found was humble and plain jesus identified with all weakness and used it as a frame of showcase his glory christmas is a hope for those are weak and weary and need salvation so the first question well actually the only question is how can pride and power get in the way of a relationship with god this is a very very good question and i can answer it pride means you don't need nobody telling you what to do you don't need nobody telling you how to handle your business and power is basically saying i got this and i don't need nobody telling me how to run my show so pride is saying you don't need any help Power means you control pretty much whatever comes in your mouth that you're going to do what you want to do and what you say goes. Pride, and I'm going to bring it down for you again. Pride means you don't need no help, so you figure you got it on your own. Power means you don't let it get over to your head that you don't need nobody to give you any basic instructions or how to handle your business. See how that goes? Pride means you don't want nobody to tell you what to do or you don't need anybody help. And you figure you got it on your own. Power means you don't want nobody to tell you what to do. And you figure you're going to do it on your own. And what, what you say goes and what you feel is right. How's that getting in the way? When you are not seeking to get help, you're stuck on pride. When you're trying to get ahead, you're stuck on your own understanding. Your mindset is stuck on pride because you refuse to let anybody in to really show you the correct way. 
power is showing that you don't want nobody to tell you how to run your show. You want to think you're right and correct all the time. But in relation is when you have a relationship with God, you are basically showing God that, hey, I need to have that relationship with you. I am broken. I need help. I need to pull down my pride. I need to level down my power and really tune into what you're saying to me in my life. Yes, I may have pride at times, but I am going to let that lower and let people come in my world yes i may have power but i need to have people that come to minister to me to give me the right sense of direction on what i should do in order to maintain that power and allow god to be first on the throne and let everything runs its course when you put god before everything that's going on you're really showing god that you really want that relationship you want to turn your pride into a a myriadic situation that means it shrinks you want to turn your power into a myriadic situation where you allow god to come in and direct you and order your steps in anything that you do malachi chapter 5 verse 2 says as for you bethlehem the epistophel seeking insignificant among the clans of Judah, from you a king with emerge who will rule over Israel on my behalf, one who ordinates are in the distance past. I'm going to read that again for you. As for you, Bethlehem Episcopal, seemingly insignificant means different, among the clans of Judah from a king with emerge who will rule over Israel on my behalf. Somebody will take that position and do, try to, by all means, do what's best. Try to, Okay. One who or, or oriented are in the distance past. So Malachi chapter 5 verse 2 is basically saying now. Seeing insignificant means different. Among the clans of Judah, for you are king with a merge who will rule over Israel on my behalf. Somebody who will be seated on that behalf. Someone that will do things that kind of leads in the right path. Something different, something something that you never experienced before is coming right before your parental view. That's Malachi chapter 5 verse 2. Let that, let that register in your mind and let that marinate in your spirit. Take this scripture and pull it apart if you have to. And when I say pull it apart, I want you to look at it in another way and say, I'm going to read it again. And what does that say to me? How is this scripture speaking to me? And how am I interpreting or understand what is being said in Malachi? When you're reading scripture, you want to make sure you're very detailed. If it is like four or five paragraph, or maybe chapter 12, verse 1 and 10, you're looking at the scripture and you're basically pinpointing certain keywords that sticks out at you that will say, hey, this is speaking to something that is a, that's relevant to me right now in my life, or something that I know think about what the scriptures are saying and how is that applied to you right now at this very state for me it's talking about our current state of the country what's going on here now okay all right everybody thank you all for tuning in to the Christmas story this is part two have an amazing and a blessed Saturday and I'll see you back here tomorrow with day six of the Christmas story be blessed be empowered be lifted take care